Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Do you disagree with FBI Director Ray and NSA Director Nakasone when they said that the CCP could have the capability to manipulate data and send it to the United States? Do you disagree with their statement? Their statement says could. Uh, So do you disagree with that? No, I don't disagree with that. Okay, so it is possible. That was the CEO of TikTok testifying on Capitol Hill. It's also insane thing number one this week. What's insane is not that clip. It's that Congress completely missed the level of control that the Chinese government has over an entire generation of Americans using TikTok. Can you imagine what would happen if, like Chinese children, American children grew up getting their news almost exclusively from the Chinese-controlled propaganda centers of the Chinese Communist Party, if our children were subjected to propaganda near around the clock the way Chinese children are, how would they turn out? They'd be Marxist, Maoists. See, that's the thing American parents just don't understand. The overwhelming majority of under-18s get what news they get from social media. And the most popular app, is TikTok. Can you imagine during the Cold War allowing the USSR to provide pretty much the only news a generation would get straight from their Politburo? It would have been unimaginable, but that's what TikTok does. An investigation by the publication Forbes found on the 1st of December. If you want to read it, the headline is on TikTok, Chinese state media pushes divisive videos about US politicians, but it's so much worse than that. Here's why. The propaganda arm of the Chinese government is literally indoctrinating an entire generation of Americans, young Americans, on politics and shaping their views. This happens on news and video sites managed by Media Links TV on TikTok. What's that? Well, we know because they're registered with the federal government as a foreign agent. And they're the Washington, D.C.-based outpost of the main Chinese Communist Party television news outlet, China Central Television. The largest of those you might be able to find on your child's TikTok account, at Pandorama. That features all kinds of videos. And at The Optimist and at News Talks, which features coverage of U.S. and national news produced by the Chinese Communist Party. 
which pumps news China approved at young people round the clock. The scope and size of the problem is massive. The TikTok accounts run by the propaganda arm of the Chinese government on TikTok have accumulated millions of followers and tens of millions of views. And that was just for the 2022 election. You'll never guess who they were pushing. Well, they're fellow Marxists, of course, the Democrats. The videos actually function as Democrat campaign ads tearing apart the Republican opposition. Forbes writes, a video from July began with a caption, Cruz Abbott don't care about us. That's, of course, targeted at youngsters from Texas. A video from October captioned, Rubio has done absolutely nothing. There are a few videos criticizing the Democrats, but not many. How big is the Chinese Communist government's reach? Well, consider this stat. News Talks, just one of their news stations, got 8.3 million video views between just May 8th and July 6th, roughly two months in 2022, going into the election. Now, if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you know the entire narrative that Russian bots were influencing U.S. voting patterns, meddling in our elections, is fake. We know that from the Twitter files, which Elon Musk released after he took over Twitter. How do we know that? Because we have the internal communications from that time. And even the good liberal censors at Twitter got disgusted reading the lies in the Washington Post and the New York Times about how Russian bots were influencing people's voting patterns on Twitter. Because being good liberals, they'd gone and tried to find these bots. And they couldn't. Because there basically aren't any. To placate the FBI's very public demands, they do something about the supposed and fake Russian bot problem. They even took down dated accounts, several hundred. That was all they could find. They hadn't really been active, and they weren't really Russian government. Now, it turns out, we now know from the Twitter files, that the FBI, which acted as the censorship gatekeeper of Twitter under Jack Dorsey, the old owner, actually just used the Russian bot excuse to broom conservative Americans. Millions of posts, thousands of accounts right off Twitter. There weren't actually Russian bots. But the Chinese, they don't use bots. They're right out in the open. They register with the federal government and go to work. On a whole generation of Americans, whose number one most used social media site is? Of course, TikTok. By the way, much of the information in those videos Forbes reported on that trashed Republicans was fake. The very fake news that the media tried to tell us the Russians were foisting on us is actually coming in from China and the FBI. They're on top of it, right? Huh? No, they're too busy taking down actual Americans. They've pretty much left the Chinese proselytizers alone. This is a massive problem. Run, do not walk to your kid's phone and take that app off. It's absolute poison. This is asymmetrical warfare and it is a war. Don't kid yourself. Vice just published this, the results of an experiment in which people registered as 13-year-old boys on TikTok. And what did they find? It just took 10 minutes, just 10 minutes, before the pro-suicide videos started showing up. Is any of this an accident? Oh, heck no. And what is the number one weapon the Chinese are using? Woke. In China, there's been such a battle against the woke culture 
which is feminizing and weakening to a society, the Chinese Communist Party believes, that even male leads aren't allowed to appear on Chinese-controlled television if they don't look masculine, if they look too effeminate. But on TikTok, China does the opposite. The Federalist has documented this, and it's terrifying. Literally targeting your kids with gender ideology, woke ideology. Clearly, the Chinese think it'll weaken a generation. It already is. Look at the mental illness rate among the prime users of the app. Girls, 13 to 18. It's at an all-time high. For India, which recognizes the existential threat that China is, this wasn't hard. Modi banned TikTok nationwide over two years ago. We should do the same. Insane thing number two, Alvin Bragg's prosecution of Trump. Bragg is the Manhattan DA, and he's doing exactly what I warned you about, that a day would come in our courts where laws, precedents, everything that's ever defined the American judicial system would be thrown out in favor of a nonsensical kangaroo court where conviction would just be up to a vote. It would be what the Democrats want, Democratic. What's interesting to me about the Bragg attempted prosecution of Trump is that it's not possible to do what he's doing, and everybody's ignoring that. This is my biggest fear. As liberal George Washington University law professor Jonathan Turley pointed out this week while tearing his hair out, this is insane. Why? Because the statute of limitation on any crime Trump might have committed has long since passed. This isn't prosecutable. Second, he's prosecuting federal law. He can't do that in his jurisdiction. None of this matters, though. The rules, the laws, none of it. They just make it up as they go along. And why do they do that? Because these are post-American, post-constitutional court systems. They're not recognizably or culturally American, which means anything is possible in them. Things that wouldn't be possible in a culturally American court system in a red area. Even things that violate the law. It doesn't matter. As long as you can get the highly weaponized by the liberal media, grand jury, jury, the only thing that will matter, the only thing you'll ultimately be tried for is your political affiliation. This is why the Democrats aren't at all worried that this is a totally illegal joke of a prosecution. It doesn't matter anymore. One of the fights, and I've told you about federalism for a long time, that we will absolutely end up in an era uh, where armed conflict is fought over the extradition of Americans from recognizably American red areas into kangaroo court, banana republic blue areas. We will literally fight physical skirmishes over it. That is coming because it will be almost as if these people are being taken to be tried in a foreign country, reminiscent of somewhere between Cuba and North Korea. We are headed that way at a rapid clip of speed. As the Democrats attempt to normalize the idea that if you're the Republican frontrunner, you get arrested and you get tried. It's just the way it is. Thankfully, for the first time, there has been major pushback, at least by one member of Republican leadership, Kevin McCarthy. He at least did what I've begged him to do for a long time, open his mouth and object it. But he's only the number two in Republican leadership. Mitch McConnell, the number one, hasn't said a thing because this is all fine with him. But at least there has been some pushback. And by the end of the week, owing to 
that pushback, which the Democrats were not expecting. After all, we let them censor our voters illegally. Ted barely can be troubled to say anything. Why wouldn't they think they could put our front runner in prison through an illegal use of the courts on trumped up charges? They wouldn't. But the second that diverse voices on our side stuck up for Trump, as unpopular as he is in some quarters, stuck up for Trump from the Speaker's office of Kevin McCarthy to Jim Jordan's office to the Wall Street Journal's editorial board. Democrats did exactly what I always thought they would in these situations when they break the law to persecute us. They back the heck down. See, it's easy. Alvin Bragg had all kinds of excuses and the left was mad. But when you shine the light on these cockroaches, they do scurry. It does work. I really think a lot of this stuff could be combated by simply having a press conference. If only our leaders would do it. Now, they've got to combat the FBI censoring us or we're not going to be allowed to have candidates in the next election or at least visible ones who, like the Democrat candidates, get to actually run campaign commercials and be seen on the Internet, the only place that matters in an election anymore. That leads us to insane thing number three. Something we've never seen before. We've seen various agencies of the federal government actively act to cover up Hunter's crimes, Hunter Biden's crimes, instead of prosecuting him and censor millions of Americans to keep them from talking about them. That was shocking. And this week, we saw the continuance of that with two more federal agencies added to the list of those who have persecuted people, prosecuted people, gone the distance on behalf of Hunter Biden to cover up his crimes. And a new trend, Hunter committing crimes in partnership with the FBI. That's right. Instead of the FBI merely covering up his crimes, which they've expended an enormous amount of capital, personal time, and really their reputation to do, we now, for the first time, catch Hunter and the FBI committing crimes together. And the DOJ prosecuting a man who attempted to report it. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Google New York Post, Miranda Devine, and One Eye. One Eye was Hunter Source inside the FBI from whom he would get the tips to feed to his buddies. The ones illegally paying him millions of dollars that he kind of didn't report to the IRS For other people who aren't Hunter Biden, we call that money laundering. But for Hunter, it's just another day. All week, Representative James Comer, Republican in Congress, he's done an amazing job of uncovering these actual transactions that Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, the Democrat Party, have always denied existed between the communist Chinese high-ranking intelligence officials who run CEFC and Hunter. Comer's been trying to figure out for months, what exactly Hunter did to earn this money? Well, by the end of the week, Miranda Devine at the New York Post had an answer. 
sold the Chinese inside tips from the FBI on who they were getting ready to indict among hunters, Chinese sponsors, donors, you know, the ones illegally paying bribes to the Biden family. So apparently, if you're Hunter Biden, you can maintain sources inside the FBI who not only won't prosecute you, Hunter, for your crimes, but will tip you off on investigations into your Chinese handler's crimes so they can flee the country. Now, here's where this story gets really weird. The Republican-controlled House Oversight Committee in the House is investigating the situation around Dr. Gal Luft. He's a former Israel Defense Forces lieutenant colonel with deep intelligence ties to Washington and Beijing. He has the same sources Hunter does. was able to discover they were illegally paying him money that Hunter was then laundering. His chief mistake, Dr. Luffs, was thinking that the Department of Justice was still a real law enforcement agency. He made a big mistake. He figured they'd want to know that Hunter was breaking the law in this way and that somebody at the FBI was helping him do it. So he made the mistake of reporting the whole thing in 2019 to the DOJ. Instead, they arrested him. He was arrested in Cyprus on what he says is a politically motivated extradition requested requested by the U.S. that included, are you ready for this, silencing him. The DOJ is trying to bury me to protect Joe, Jim, and Hunter Biden. Luff said, I've been arrested in Cyprus on a politically motivated extradition request by the U.S. The U.S. is claiming I'm an arms dealer. It would be funny if it wasn't tragic. I've never been an arms dealer. So what does this tell us? Those bank transactions that James Comer discovered this week and used to force Hunter Biden to finally admit he had received money from not just the Chinese, but Chinese Communist Party high-ranking intel officers. He had always denied it. Hunter was forced to admit, end of last week, he did. That was followed this week by the bizarre denial by his father, Joe Biden, that any of it happened, never mind that we have the receipts that we got with a subpoena for the records, the bank records of these transfers from Bank of America. Oh, and again, Hunter's admitted, yeah, I took the 1.3 million bucks. Joe's position? It didn't happen. That's what he told the media this week. Hunter Biden's business associate sent over a million dollars to three of their family members. Any reaction to that report? That's not true. A good follow-up question from, like, anybody in the media after that would have been, yeah, but your son says it's true, and there's bank records. <laughs> Those questions and the answers to them wouldn't have looked good for the Democrat Party, so nobody did the follow-up questions. But what's so significant about these revelations from the Israeli Defense Forces Lieutenant Colonel, Dr. Luft, whether he's an arms dealer or not, is this. It means that those transactions, which Representative Comer only found and disclosed this week using subpoena power, have been known to the FBI since 2019. They were just as illegal then as they are now. But what was the FBI doing in late 2019 and early 2020? Well, they already had possession of Hunter Biden's laptops. So they had possession of the proof that the Chinese had been illegally wiring Hunter money. Hunter had never registered as a foreign agent. That's a felony. Every count of it. Ask Paul Manafort. 
Our Department of Justice sent him to prison for it after he served as Trump's campaign manager. It means the FBI and the DOJ have known this since 2019, but the only person who got arrested was the guy who told him about it. You know what this means, right? That no less than four federal agencies are now actively working not just to cover up Hunter Biden's crimes, but to censor anyone who speaks of them. This is Banana Republic-style stuff. But there's a pattern of it that's truly insane. The first time we know for sure it was going on was actually reported by Politico back in 2021. It was jaw-dropping. You can Google the article. It's called Sources. Secret Service inserted itself in the case of Hunter Biden's gun. Hunter Biden, you'll remember, had illegally purchased the gun. (laughs) He had a drug addiction problem. He lied on his forms. That's a felony. At the time, by the way, Hunter Biden was not entitled to Secret Service protection. But as soon as that gun showed up, that illegally purchased gun, the Secret Service went to the gun shop and tried to intimidate the gun store owner into turning all the records over to them. In other words, disappearing them. He refused, which is how we know about it. That wasn't the first time the Secret Service tried to cover up Hunter's crimes. UK Daily Mail detailed another bizarre instance of it when Hunter's credit cards overdrawn wouldn't work to pay for a Russian prostitute. So he just used his dad's and charged $25,000 for the Russian prostitute. Unsolicited, the Secret Service, and again, at the time, he was not entitled in May of 2018 to Secret Service protection. The Secret Service swooped down, swooped in, banged on the door, told Hunter let him in so they could clean up the mess. In other words, cover up more Biden crimes. Because this is what your federal government does with your tax money. And then, of course, we know that the FBI not only buried Hunter Biden's laptop, which they've had in their possession since late 2019, but set up a massive censorship regime that would ultimately censor tens of millions of posts to hide Hunter Biden's crimes and the fact that the laptop containing evidence of those crimes was Hunter's. It took 80 FBI agents working around the clock in 2020 during the election to bury that story. Never in the history of this republic has so much time, money, and personnel effort ever been spent to cover up the crimes of a single person that we know of, except Hunter. Why? I've long since told you he's not just his dad's bagman. They would have sent him to prison a long time ago to take the fall if he was. He was the bagman for the Democrat Party, most specifically Obama, the perfect bagman. Because most people are smart enough to go, yeah, I might make tens of millions of dollars from the Chinese, But I'm just going to end up in prison anyway after a few years. What is even the point? The only kind of person you could get to take that kind of money, commit that kind of crime on behalf of the Democrat Party would be a drug addict. Somebody who wanted, needed that immediate hit and didn't care beyond that hit about tomorrow. And Joe Biden was more than happy to whore Hunter out. See, the problem with Hunter is he knows where all the receipts are buried particularly as it regards the Obama administration's transfer of gain-of-function technology, the deadly weaponization of viruses, the technology to do it that the Chinese desperately desired. Yeah, I'm still pretty sure he's the guy who facilitated the transfer. They needed somebody to put their name on the company, and Hunter was the perfect guy. So to round up this podcast, we are now at no less than four federal agencies actively covering up Hunter's crimes. 
And one, the FBI apparently actively committing crime, at least some of their personnel anyway, in partnership with Hunter. Who are these agencies, again, who've covered his crimes? The FBI, the DOJ, the Secret Service, and the ATF. Yep, add them this week. There's no way the ATF missed the big Politico story on Hunter Biden's illegal gun purchase or felony level lies on his application. I mean, it's simply impossible that they missed it. So Representative Tiffany, a Republican, asked ATF management this week when they appeared before Congress under oath why Hunter hadn't been arrested. It's the clip of the week. If a person lies on Form 4473 and is a user of unlawful drugs, um, you can get between five to ten years for that. Is that correct? Is that my understanding? No, I I believe Congress changed the uh, sentence uh, last Congress. Uh, What is that sentence now? Up to 15. Up to 15 years. Uh, Why hasn't Hunter Biden been prosecuted for the crime that he committed? I'm not aware of the facts of that case and can't comment on it. Okay. Who do we talk to to see why this uh, case is not being prosecuted? I mean, he said very clearly in his book that he used drugs. He had uh, gun, a gun, at least a gun. Point of order, Mr. Chairman. State point of order. Totally irrelevant and not germane to this proceeding. Uh, he, sir, he's got, his, he's got his five minutes. Go ahead, continue. Okay. So, <laughs> I understand why um, you do not want Mr. Wilcox to answer that question. It's very clear why you don't want it. Because there's a dual system of justice in America. That's what's going on right now. And everybody's talking about it across America. There's two standards of justice that are, uh, that are going on. With Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.